0: But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy, because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal.
1: Welcome to Sports and Torts. I'm David Spada, here with Elliot Harris. we got a big show today, Elliot. An excellent one, too, if I may say so. We've got pro football Hall of Famer, Ricky Jackson, former New Orleans Saint. And we also have a girl I remember watching as a kid on Charles in Charge. Falling in love with her she was also Cindy Brady in the Brady Bunch movie the movie that was on TV not the movie movie and I think she was a better Cindy Brady than Susan Olsen. Jennifer Runyon so let's get right to an interview we take with Jennifer Runyon. I noticed we yeah. were born in Chicago we're taping out of Chicago
2: Oh my gosh yes I am a Chicago I'm a you know Chicago girl my parents um, everybody's from there and um, I left there probably when I was about seven or eight and um, I love Chicago. It's my hometown. What part of Chicago are you from? Um, we lived in, well, gosh, most of my family was in Des um, I lived in Park Ridge with my, my family for a little while, and then we moved from there to Boston.
0: When did you get into acting?
2: Well, I, um, when I, when I, well, okay, let me see, let me go back. <laughs> my, um, my stepfather was actually um, a DJ in Chicago on a radio station, WCFL. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he did a radio show there. Um, he was the morning man um, with my mom. And she was um, agent 30, Trooper 362436, the traffic reporter in the mornings. And they did a radio show also called um, Chicken Man with um, Dick Orkin. So, mind you, after we left Chicago, we went to Boston, and we went to Cleveland, and my stepfather passed away while we were in Cleveland, and my mom was like, you know, we always wanted to go to California, your stepdad and all of us, so let's go, and we we went, and when we got to California, I started taking just a fun acting class. And um, when I was 18, a casting director came to the class, and um, I ended up... Getting another world. And that's how it started kind of on a fluke. I didn't really, I wasn't really sure that's exactly what I wanted to do, but it kind of fell into my lap and I, I, I had a great time.
1: You said your mom was 34, 26, 34
2: or 36, 24, 36. Oh, 36, 24, 36. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she was the traffic reporter in the mornings. And I remember being a little girl. And um, I used to be able to listen to him on the radio, and um, it was just great when you're a little kid, but all I wanted was my mom, and I could hear her voice, and I'd be like, it's "Nice, isn't she home?
0: <laughs> Did you have an appreciation for what Chicken Man was? Because that, that was one of the classics of radio.
2: Yeah, you know... At the time, I didn't because, of course, being little. um, But I remember I'd hear it. You know, I'd hear the episodes, and I thought it was funny, and I loved it. And it wasn't until I got a little older and, you know, started to appreciate and realize what a following, even to this day. It's kind of like a cult classic. It's it's pretty exciting. Yeah.
1: I'd say you're one of the most famous people that come from Park Ridge, but I think Hillary Clinton might get mad about that.
2: Well, she probably would. Yeah, I think she, she, she beats me on that one. <laughs> well,
0: you're, you're 1 and 1A. One I won't say who's which one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another World was one of my favorites. And Aww. Rachel Corey, uh, the actress Victoria Wyndham yeah. was, was, you know, I would watch that every day and go, wow. What was it like working with her?
2: You know, I didn't work too much with with um, with Vicky. Um, occasionally, I would be in a scene she was in. She was really a nice lady, and and I really had the wonderful opportunity to start my career on a show that had so many good actors and and actresses, and you know, from Constance Ford to Hugh Marlowe. I mean, I could go on, and I had such a great opportunity to work with them and um, I, it was just one of the I, I, probably one of the most precious moments for me as far as um, I, I felt like I kind of had a little college education in a way with with my acting because I was still such a newbie and so shy and scared and and everybody really took me under my under their wing and Vicky was really she was great she was a great lady as as were all of them they were really terrific.
1: And how did you get cast and Charles in charge?
2: You know, I got a call to um, come in and audition for this pilot with Scott Bale. And um, and so I, I did. I went and auditioned, and he was there. And, um, and I, of course, you know, I was, like, shaking in my shoes because I thought he was just the cutest thing ever. And it's like every other girl in America had a little crush on Chachi. Um, but uh, I did the scene, and and um, it was only supposed to be a guest spot for the pilot. Um, but um, we shot the pilot, and they asked me to be a regular, and which was kind of exciting. So that's how I that's how I got it, and and. Um, Uh it was a great year. I loved doing the show. I I I wish we could have had at least, you know, another year, you know, as a as the cast that we had with the original family, but you know, things don't always work the way you want. So but it was wonderful. I had such a fun opportunity to to learn from Scott and Willie and and um, James Widows and Julie Cobb and some really good directors that came on, you know, to direct our show. It was really fun. Because
1: they came out the same time as Who's the Boss. And they were kind of similar.
2: Yeah, I think so. Right? I think that was yeah. right around the same time. And and the Cosby Show was actually the same the same year. And um, um, so I think we were kind of we were kind of little underdogs, I guess, you know, in the big picture, but. Yeah.
0: Uh, about that same time, you had a, a role in a, a minor movie by the name of Ghostbusters.
2: <laughs> yes, I did, <laughs> yeah. well, which I had well, no idea. <laughs> uh,
0: how did that come about, and did you, did you have any idea that it would be as huge as it it became?
2: Oh, you guys, I had no idea. I um, I just I got a call to go in and read for this little part, but it was a big movie. They said, and I'm like, oh, sure. You know, I'm always open and. I went in and and I did the scene and I I got it and went to New York and you know was there probably about about two weeks I think before I shot my scene we were a cover set um, so if it rained they'd come and they'd do our scene and so I was there for a while in New York and uh, finally went and did our scene and had the greatest day with Bill Murray and and Dan Aykroyd and. Um, Next thing I know, this movie comes out, and I had no idea because I read the script, but I, you know, I didn't read it real carefully, you know, I just was like, "Oh, this is cute," and I had no idea until that movie came out, you know, how popular it would be, and you know, it was, it's, it, it, it's fun to be a part of that. I, I'm, I'm really proud of it.
1: You didn't get slimed by Slimer, did you?
2: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but she's one of my really good friends on Facebook, um, Robin Shelby, and I absolutely adore her. She's cute, little Slimer.
1: I like the marshmallow guy more. <laughs>
2: the yeah, Stay puff guy? I know, I do too. I want one of those little Stay puff marshmallow men figures. I think they're so cute. You
0: know, well, we always hear rumors about there's going to be a Ghostbusters three. Right. Somehow, right. somehow, that they should find a place for you in that, don't you
2: think? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I hear these rumors too, and and uh, I hear that they have everybody but Bill on board. Um, right. So I'm not too sure about that, but I think I think if they do it, it would be kind of fun if Bill Murray came to me in one of the scenes and I was a psychic and I got everything wrong. <laughs>
1: I'll, tell you one thing. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing about Scott Bale, though. He got better taste in women. You were better looking than Joanie was.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much.
1: I never got the Erin Moran fix there.
2: Yeah, yeah. I you know, I I, I don't know. Erin is I haven't I last time I saw Erin was at a convention and, and she was very friendly, very bubbly, um um but I, you know, I hear things haven't gone too well for her, and I, I feel sad about that. She's a, she's a very nice girl. I, I, we actually, um, went to, um, school together. Didn't know each other at the time, but when she was on hiatus from the show, she came to North Hollywood High School, and she, you know, I'd go, oh my god, that's Jenny. That's fantastic.
1: <laughs> what was a, what was it like kissing Scott Bale?
2: <laughs> like kissing my brother. <laughs> had a brother sister relationship. He teased me mercilessly and, and he drove me crazy. And, you know, we were good buddies, but, you know, he was like a brother to me.
1: And Willie Ames, he was kind of like the off the wall character on that show.
2: Oh, he was. And I adore Willie. Willie's still one of my close friends to this day. And just saw Willie a couple weeks back for lunch with his new fiance. And he's just doing so great. Just such a good guy.
0: Now, when you have the test change. And Charles in charge, and you find yourself out there wandering around. Is is there an agent or somebody that sort of keeps you focused and keeps you sending you out to auditions and things like that?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. You, um, I mean, even, you know, when when the show, you mean when the show got canceled? Right. Yeah, yeah, they did. You know, I was um, always auditioning, and, you know, you're always, you know, up for something, and, you know... The numerous things you go out for, you know, and you just kind of know, you know. There's th- probably most of them you're not going to get. You just go in and you do your best. Auditioning to me was one of the funnest things ever because I always figured it was my, you know, five minutes to kind of have fun and just to challenge myself. So I always loved that process. So um, I loved having a job, but it was it was fun. You know, I tried to make the the most of it when I was was uh, wasn't working, and I also worked part-time at a family um, store in between jobs, even after Charles in Charge or any movies, because I just always felt like, you know, you never want to forget that <laughs> you need to work. And so I always had a little part-time job.
1: And then you get to go on a show, which I watched as a kid. I'm sure you did. It seemed like everyone did. The uh, Very Brady Christmas. What was it like playing yeah. Cindy Brady?
2: <laughs> I loved it. I had so much fun. Um I remember when the phone call came, you know, that they wanted to see me for the part and, and my, my agents were like, well, you don't really want to go in on that, do you? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Are you kidding? Uh, you know, who wouldn't want to be a Brady for, you know, for a day or whatever. So, um, I, I did. I got it and it was, it was, so amazing. I mean, if you can only imagine standing on that set in that living room and, you know, you look and there's Alice and there's Mom and Dad Brady and <laughs> there's all the Brady Bunch on those stairs and, you know, it was surreal. It was awesome. It was awesome. And they were terrific to me. And, you know, Christopher Knight and I played Boyfriend and Girlfriend on Another World. So it was very funny. Now we're brother and sister So um, it was great to be reunited with him, and um, I just I had the greatest time, the greatest time. And I love Susan Olsen. We actually got to meet each other um, at a Burger King or a McDonald's when our kids were little. I saw her, and I was like, oh, my God, that's Susie Olsen. I have to say hello to her, you know. And I was nervous because I was like, I don't know, was she going to? You know, is she gonna be okay that I played her? But she was so terrific. I went up and told her how much I, I just adored watching her as a kid, and I hope I made her proud, um, for the one thing. And she was terrific, and we're friends now. You know, we're really good buddies on Facebook and communicate a lot. And she's, she's a nice, nice, nice girl.
0: Did you go up to her and say hi, Cindy?
2: I'm Cindy. <laughs> I just, I went up and I went, Susan. You don't know me, but I'm Jennifer Runyon and I played you in The Very Pretty Christmas and I'm so excited to meet you. And she was just sweet as anything. She was great. She was terrific.
0: What was the audition process like for that role? I would have to think that there would be thousands of young females auditioning to get you know, that know,
2: I'm sure there were. I, I, I'm sure there was. I'm sure there was. But I, I just remember going in and reading for all the producers um, i director, and and I, I don't think I went back. I think I just I ended up getting the part. Um, I think there was I'm sure a lot of girls read for it. I'm sure they did.
1: And that movie did extremely well because they tried to relaunch the series after that.
2: I know, I know.
1: And then Cindy and, and, you know, and Cindy took well, her job back.
2: <laughs> well, well, Susan, yeah, you know there was. It was funny because they all, they were like, oh, Susan's on her honeymoon. She can't do the show. But really what happened um, was I think she wanted, I think it was a negotiation thing. And and they, I think from what I understand is they didn't, they weren't going to negotiate with her. So they just kind of went, well, we'll just recast it for the episode, for the movie, Um, which I was wrong. I mean, she should have, they should have given her what she wanted. She's Cindy Brady.
1: (laughs) She was in the doghouse with Tiger during the movie.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, I wasn't one to be able to negotiate because I'm, you know, I was coming in to just fill in. But, you know, I think, I think it was something about, you know, she wanted what everyone else was getting. I don't know. I would think they would have paid them all the same flat. So I don't really know all the details, but I I think it had something to do with that.
0: Oh, well. And after that, you pretty much we're like a, a guest on a variety of shows? Mm-hmm. Is, yes. I, is, is, how do you get your mindset into that rather than saying, you know, I want to be a star on a series, but instead I'll, I'll go audition for, you know, a, a zillion jobs and hope I get... Well, a, you know, in between
2: auditioning for all, all you know, pilots that are coming out, you still go in, all actors do, you know, on because I, you know, I wasn't a, listen, I had a nice career, but I was not a big name or, you know, anything like that. I mean, I had a very respectable career and worked a lot, but, um, you know, I, I wasn't in a position that I could have said, you know, well, I'm not going in on that. You know, I had a TV series, so, you know, I, that's just, first of all, that wasn't me. I wanted to work on everything I could because I loved, I loved, um, the experience of, of meeting all these different people and having the opportunity to work with them, um, so, yeah, you could be starring in a movie and then have, you know, a little guest spot on who's the boss, you know. And I I thought that was great. I mean, it's kind of fun to be all over the place a little bit, you know.
1: Scott Bale's got a new series my kids watch, c d Dan Run. Have you talked to Scott about guest starring on there? <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> I have not talked to Scott in many, many years, and I've never seen it. I hear he's got the show. Is it on Nickelodeon or one of those sh-
1: yeah. It's on
2: naked. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna TiVo it because um I would love to see that. Willie said he's gone to visit him on the set, but um yeah, no, he's not asked me.
1: <laughs> or his mother. I mean, Ellen Travolta it seemed like she put his mother in every show he was on.
2: Yeah, is she his mom on on this show too?
1: Not yet. They haven't showed his parents yet. Oh, stuff. okay,
2: okay. <laughs> yeah, Elle, oh, she's so great. I loved her when I did um I did two episodes of the the new um. You know the the Charles and Charles that went on for years in syndication. Um, I did two episodes and got to meet Ellen, and she's just a she's fun. She was a lot of fun. Does being an,
0: an actress in any way prepare you for real life?
2: There's nothing real about it. <laughs> um, you know, maybe maybe now that I'm looking back on it, the experiences I've had, it's um, maybe kind of given me a lot of confidence or you know just kind of having to you know work with all different kinds of people It, you know you, you, you kind of learn a lot about how to work with others well um, I think I've grown a lot more since I haven't been acting and I became a mother but I loved that whole experience and it did um, you know it did kind of Give me a little formation, if that makes any sense. You know, it was, a, it was fun. I loved it.
1: And your husband was a very successful basketball coach.
2: <laughs> yes. My husband I met on a movie of the week that I did with um, Cliff Robertson, and he was the assistant director. And um, we started dating, and he he. Tells me, you know, I also coach women's basketball, and I'm like, what? Are you okay. Um, and he did. He on the side coached at a college out here in California called Loyola Marymount, and um, he was just part time. He coached the women, and so I also became a basketball wife. You know, going to all the games, and um, and then when we we eventually got married, and when we were we had our son, and then he just he said, you know, I really want to coach. Basketball, and I said, "Well, this is probably the good time to leave here and do that." So we did. We left California. We were gone for about ten years, and my husband coached um, in Idaho and in Oregon. And then when we came back about ten years ago, now we've been back here in California, and he's back on a TV show now. He he retired from coaching, and now he works on um, a NBC sh- or yeah, NBC show called Sean Saves the World. And so he's been doing that. And he w- worked on Whitney for two years, um, if you know Whitney. So he's back in the business.
0: When you started dating him, did you realize he was part of the Corman family of, that is of some renown in Hollywood?
2: I really didn't know. I had no idea until he told me. Um, you know, obviously, I, I'd heard of Roger Corman. I wasn't real familiar with a lot of, you know, Roger's history, I learned very quickly. Um, but, yeah, I, I've done, I did one movie for Roger. I did uh, Carnosaur, and that was a, that was an interesting experience.
0: <laughs> what was it like?
2: Well, it was, it, you know, Roger works okay. in a different way. You know, Roger doesn't have, um, I mean, it's very low budget, and it, he gives opportunities to young writers, young directors, um to Get their first, you know, their feet, their, you know, their feet wet, and and that's what Carnosaur was too. It was, you know, an opportunity for a lot of people their first, and um, yeah, it was just a different experience. <laughs> yeah,
0: he, he, he was the king of the, the the B movies. He, I think, he gave Robert yeah. Howard his first. Uh, directing
2: assignment. Yeah, 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 and and uh, Martin Scorsese, I think, and Francis Ford Coppola. I mean, he gave a lot yeah. of people their first um, yeah, their first movies to direct, and so he, he's a great guy. Roger's a Roger's a really interesting person. You know, it's really fun to to sit and hear his stories and my father in law's stories. They're, they've got a lot of you know great memories in their in their um, careers.
0: Well, you, you always hear. Actors and actresses want to direct, how did you not end up directing them?
2: Oh, I never, I, I, I really didn't. <laughs> I didn't have that, that um, passion for that. You know, the one thing I did um, when, I, when I did retire, you know, to have my kids is, well, I started teaching at um, their schools wherever we lived. I'd come in and I'd teach the kids, um, you know, acting and, you know, You know, just kind of through the arts, how to give them self confidence and not be afraid to speak in front of a class, and and it was just it's been a great experience. I still do it to this day. Um, And now I just work for um, I work for a nonprofit organization called TLC Tilly's Life Center, and we we work at the Boys and Girls Club, and you know we teach the kids you know um, life skills and how to how to handle situations in their lives, you know, because it's hard being a teen. you got a lot going on when you're a teen.
1: Was there someone you enjoyed working with more than someone else?
2: <sighs> Gosh, there's so many people that I really had such a great time with. My, my day on Ghostbusters was probably the funnest day because I've never laughed so hard. Um, Bill Murray was just fantastic. Um, I really loved working with James Gardner and David Duke on a um, miniseries I did called Space. I had a lot of fun on that. That was that was a great experience. And I, Scott Bakula on Quantum Leap um, and Gene Stockwell, they were they were terrific. I had such a great time on that show.
0: Now, we deal in our interviews with a lot of athletes. The, uh-huh. the, the, the thing that's different between actors and athletes is actors can make comebacks and be very successful. Whereas athletes, it generally doesn't work out too well. Any chance you'd be making an acting comeback?
2: Oh, wow. I would love that. <laughs> I think that would be so fun. Um, who knows? I, I never say never because you just never know what can come you know, your way and what opportunity can come. I would love it. I would love it. I do kind of live, um, I live in Orange County. I live down near San Diego by Laguna Beach. It's a little hard for me to get up there, um, so I'm not auditioning. Um, but if somebody ever said, hey, Jen, would you do a little thing here on one of my shows, I'd be, I'd be all over that. I'd love it.
1: you got to cozy up to a certain director, maybe.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, honey. <laughs>
0: well, we should be, we should be able to get you on at least The Housewives of Orange County, right? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, well, you are oh. gonna laugh. You're you're gonna laugh. One of them lives in my neighborhood, and oh, really? and they did contact me, and I, I I I was like, what? And I I think I'm I don't think I'm controversial enough or nasty enough to be on that show. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: you were on what you. You were a 90, you were a 90210, weren't you for a couple episodes? I did.
2: I did I did one. I did one episode. That was a lot of fun. That was an interesting experience because um you know, you hear all these stories that there's all this conflict and fighting on the set and when and you know, I always kind of look at that kind of stuff and think, well, we don't really know. You know, those are well there was.
1: <laughs> was that when uh, you had uh, Shannon Doherty and Jenny Garth on there?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, I guess Shannon and Luke Perry were fine. I don't know. I was just, it was just craziness. But they were all very nice to me, and I had a great time. And um, I think um, Tori Spelling is just about one of the sweetest, kookiest girls I've ever met. I just adored her. Um, And the guys were all great. You know, I didn't get to know Shannon or um, Jenny Garth too well, but um, everybody else was pretty, you know, they were all very nice.
1: Did they have you paired up with one of the guys?
2: I was, um, I played a girl that was dating Ian, Steve's character, Steve, the character Steve. Okay. Yeah, so I did an episode where I played his gold digging girlfriend. So, yeah. Here they
0: go, typecasting (laughs) you again. What is this? (laughs) I know,
2: what the heck?
0: (laughs) (laughs) When you do something like that, is it like a, t- a t- attempt going into a business, working a week or two, and you're in and out and that's it, and, and you don't get too involved with the full Yeah,
2: Yeah, when you're doing a guest spot, you're pretty much, it's usually a week. Um, an episode takes about a week um, for an hour show like that, um, and a sitcom takes about a week, too. You have three days of rehearsal, then a camera block day, and then the actual take day. Um, so you, yeah, you, you you kind of you you feel like a foreigner going in because you don't really belong. But but the people are p- genuinely pretty pretty welcoming and and you know it's it, it I always liked that I always kind of liked you know floating in and getting to know all these people. I thought it was really fun. The hardest part is when you work on something for a period of time and you get very attached to to the crew and the cast and it becomes a family and. It's always sad when that ends, you know.
0: I was wondering, do you get any residual checks
2: <laughs>
0: for like seventy-five cents or something?
2: Yeah, I got one for a penny once, and I was like, "Why do they do that? Why don't they just put those? You know, anything under a dollar? Why don't they just put it all into a big fund for the yes. Screen Actors' Home or something?" But isn't that funny? It costs more to send me a penny than it... <laughs> I, I just find it hilarious. Um, actually, I was just thinking about that the other day because I haven't seen any in quite a while, and I think since i moved, I might not have given up my new address. So I better oh, no. I better check on that. <laughs> I, I'm missing that 15-cent, you know, residual <laughs> check. <Yeah. track. laughs>
0: well, I'm hurting right piece. now. You, you, you can take that 15-cent and buy a piece of penny candy.
2: Right. <laughs>
1: I just I just tweeted Scott Bale and told him you should get uh, Jennifer Runyon on your show.
2: Oh, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, let's, so Wait cute. for
0: wait for the phone to ring, any Second, right? Oh my God!
2: He's well. You know what's so funny um, is is it turns out this is I just think this is kind of a little fun fact. Scott and I both have daughters. Mine, of course is a big girl now i mean i have two kids my son white is 20 and my daughter bailey is almost 18 she's a senior in high school and he and his wife had a baby and named her bailey and i thought isn't that interesting that scotty and i have a little fun fact it doesn't mean anything i just thought it was kind of a fun fact. <laughs>
1: great minds think alike
2: i know right <laughs>
1: <laughs> ellie jennifer was absolutely incredible
0: Fantastic. I hope she's able to make a comeback. I'd like to see more of her.
1: We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to have Football Hall of Famer Ricky Jackson.